Welcome back. We are still breaking up with RBS. This is episode number 69, and I am Tani Santabria. And I am still JDK Winnikin. You <laughs> still are. Always and, always and forever. Still me and always breaking up with more BS. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, we are who we are. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, welcome uh, to all of you. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us for another episode. <laughs> Thank you, Tani, for joining me for another episode. How are you? Of course. I'm doing well. Good. Doing well. Good. Things settling down from the holidays, rolling into the new year. I'm getting my groove back. Yeah. 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 I kind of, you know, let the groove sort of sit on the shelf for a little bit <laughs> as I <laughs> as I sort of just recovered. Right. And so now I'm, you know, I'm bringing it back in. So, so the groove, good. the groove yeah. couch potatoed for a while and now yeah. it's back. Yeah. So I'm getting up in the morning early, working out, you know, wow. with my dog and, yeah. and, you know, doing all the things I'm supposed to be doing. So, That's awesome. Yeah. That's having good. fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I've, uh, I, I decided coming into the new year, even though I don't really do resolutions, I just decided that after a conversation with my trainer that I was going to make my sessions with him and spin classes that I do with him, non-negotiables mm-hmm. going forward. Yep. You know, because they benefit when, I, when I'm doing them consistently and not putting them off for something else or always rescheduling them, prioritizing other things, when I do them, I feel great. Mm-hmm. And so much else falls in line. So I just decided that I was not going to, yeah. negotiate on those. And it's been great. It's one of those things where you just don't want to think about it too much. You just know you got to go do it and just yeah. go do it. Don't think about it. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, you you'll talk it. yourself out of it if you think about it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, and so far it's going really well. So it, it, I feel really good. My sleep's better. My appetite's in the right spot for the right things. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked last week about intentionality and then consistency. Yep. Yeah. I've been thinking about that. So applying that. Okay. Consistency mm-hmm. in the end rather than the big grandiose. Totally. You that know, just, that last outcome thing. Exactly. Right? Just, yeah. yeah. Take care of myself. So I've been doing that. Good. And, and you know, and then it's funny. So I, I've, I felt very grown up, right? Very adult Ooh, yeah. in that sense. And then right alongside that, the other day I'm on, you know, on Amazon. I had some credits that I wanted to spend. And all of a sudden there's this Lego set pops up. They know how to do that over there, right? They mm-hmm. know like what you like. And it's a yes. Star Wars Lego set. Oh, boy. And it was on sale. Oh. And I wanted it. And so I got the trifecta. It. I know it was great. Wow. And you almost feel like I felt like the sense of I must take advantage of yes. this because it's on sale. Mm-hmm. So I got it, showed up a few days later and I built it and it, it was so fun. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine said to me, oh, you indulged your inner child on that one. Hmm. And I kind of went kind of taken aback a little bit. I understood what they meant. But then I went. What, nah, did, nah. what, what did they mean? Uh, just that I guess that I bought a toy and built the toy and that was like my inner child. I was like, but my reaction was exactly, I can see the look on your face. My reaction was, nah, I'm a grown ass man who wanted that. Right. And doesn't yeah, Legos Lego. do like three to a hundred or something? Isn't it it's, supposed it's to be everybody. to like a hundred? Yeah. It's yeah. like three and up, ages three and right, up or whatever right, it something. is. Right. Yeah. It doesn't ever say you have to stop this. At, right. You know, right. it doesn't say if you're 49 years old, like JD, don't build this. Okay. okay. But that was the idea, right? That I guess, cause it was a toy, but it, it hadn't occurred to me that way it was just like i i like hmm. star wars and i wanted that one and i built it and it's sitting on my table and it's rad 
<laughs> and so something about if you're an adult, you wouldn't or shouldn't want to play with a toy. You know, that's the thing. I, I started wondering about that. Oh. You know, yeah, no, I and I don't think I don't think my friend meant that. Sure. It was just yeah. this idea of I guess because the idea is that your inner child likes to play and plays with toys and stuff like that. I'm like pretty sure my grown man likes to <laughs> likes to do that stuff too. And it just got me wondering. Yeah. You know, and and to me sometimes I wonder where our BS stories come up around talk about shoulds, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. A grown man should not, you know, and certainly there's things probably, right? Pro- I'm sure <laughs> there are some things. Be doing. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Of course. That's not one of them, right, in my opinion. <laughs> but it got me thinking about that relationship between right. You know, where when particularly in responses, like having fun. I I I realize why we call that a childhood. We learn that in childhood having fun, blah blah blah. We can't but childhood responses as opposed to adult responses. I just got thinking about that. Yeah. What comes up for you with that? Anything? You've got, so you've like, got a lot of Oh my of gosh, gears so turning. many things are coming up. And so I'm trying <laughs> to figure out like, okay, which, where do I go? I'm going to sip my coffee first. while you figure it out. Yeah, just get cozy and comfortable because this is probably going to take a while. Um, no, but actually, okay, the first thing that comes up for me is fun. Why is why is it that children get to have fun and, and somehow adults aren't supposed to have fun? Like I get one of the things, one of the things, right? Children do learn through play. Yes. Right. So that fun and play has to be available to kids for them to even be able to start learning. Totally. Right. And when we take that away, certainly then they don't learn as well. Right. right? So it, it serves a purpose for sure. And and as adults, we probably could learn through fun and play too, mm-hmm. would be my guess. Right. Oh, so, yeah. So that learning through fun and play, we probably want to have in childhood into um, teen, preteen, into teen, into adult, into senior citizen. Like, like if we could just keep that kind yeah. of going throughout the, all the stages of development, that would be yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Some things we don't need to keep <laughs> yes. throughout all the stages yes. of development. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, 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 but fun and play, let's keep that. Let's not make that a child thing or, a, you know, only belonging to yeah. a certain group. We just get to... Keep that going through our life. That would be really helpful for us adults because we don't want to get too serious and too too like rigid yeah. and too stuck. Um, we want to keep keep that fun and play going. Absolutely. So good, good for you. That, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. And you know, there is something fun and rewarding too. I think for kids and adults alike with a Lego set, you get this thing and you get to build it, mm-hmm. and you you get the book and you have to follow the directions. And sometimes it gets tough because there's millions of pieces. And some, if you put one piece in the wrong place and you don't realize it for like three pages. Ooh. That gets tough. But nevertheless. Um, so it's not like putting a table together when you get it from Ikea or something? Because that is not fun. That, it's not verbal. Like, you know, directions aren't verbal with Lego, just mm. like with Ikea. It's similar. Oof. Yeah. yeah. My, my nephew uh, loves Lego still to this day. And he's loved them, you know, since day one. It's just the standard thing he always got for every gift. He wanted Legos. He still does. Mm-hmm. And he's trained to be a pilot, right? So he's in a grown-up job, you know, moving toward a big grown-up job, and yet he still has that, you know, still has that fun, and he loves to fly, you mm-hmm. know. So you know, he's he kind of has that going on too. So I thought about him, yeah, in regards to all this. I'm like, oh, you, you know, so if, right. if it's good enough for my nephew, it's good enough for me. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't know that things have to again stop, and they're only just for. I mean, I'm really enjoying my grandbaby's toys right now. Are you? Yes, yes. So we have a great time with some of his 18 plus toys, oh, right? Really? 18 months. 18, 18 months. months plus toys. Good clarification. So I, 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 know, I feel like, 
Yeah. I'm plus 18 plus. Does he still have that airplane? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Loves yes. He loves the airplane. So yeah. so I'm having a great time playing with some of those toys I right bet. now. But I think if we are going to separate out sort of like what re- needs to remain in childhood and what, you know, doesn't need to go with us, well, I guess it's the same thing, remain in childhood and not have <laughs> with us in adulthood would be some of those childhood like coping mechanisms. But yeah. Yeah. So we definitely probably want to differentiate there because we can't really fully be an adult if we've got those childhood coping mechanisms on board. Right. That can dominate in a pretty, that can come up in a pretty, maybe most likely a very important situation where it'd be better if they didn't. Right. Or they could, they could just limit us quite a bit in terms right. of what our goals are or mm-hmm. what our, what experiences we want to have in our life. Yeah. You know, um, so so those, you know, let's keep fun and play for right. sure. But some of those coping mechanisms that we've kind of talked about in other shows, we, yeah. can, we can continue to talk about them. But in order to be an adult, full on adult, we want to start letting go of those coping mechanisms yeah, those that so like, served a purpose. Like what are, what are some big ones that come up a lot? That so people pleasing. Okay. Perfectionism. Mm-hmm. Right. Those two are huge. Mm-hmm. Right. Anything that protects us, you know, isolating ourselves or withdrawing, Mm -hmm. those could be. Right. So uh, remembering that as a child, we didn't have full say in our life. Correct. Of course, we couldn't make our own money. (laughs) We didn't have our own house. We couldn't drive a car. Couldn't buy our own food. (laughs) Right. Exactly. So, so we were dependent on the adults in our home to take care of these things for us. And they came with their own skill sets. And abilities, and we didn't get to choose that, and away we go. Yeah. And so we learned different ways to survive childhood. Mm-hmm. We learned who to make sure in our family was doing okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Making sure not to get on the bad side right. of a particular. Which parent. could lead to things like isolating and withdrawing, and or even people pleasing. People pleasing. Right. Right. Um, having to be the caretaker of our parents, even right. Sure. That could be a survival mechanism. Yeah. Right. So all of those things, really important in childhood because we need to survive it. And then we don't want those things as an adult. They no longer work. It's almost, yeah. I wish we knew this. We could just be like, like you An know, alarm would go right, off. An alarm would go would off. Up. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. But we don't know this. And so we continue to bring childlike behaviors yeah. and um, into adulthood. Mm-hmm. And we wonder, why in the heck am I so miserable? Or something along those lines. Yep. Or why do these things keep happening? Like these responses come up in common situations, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not sure if you see this like with any of your clients, but man, in relationships. All the time. The same patterns. Completely. People find the same type of people or they do the same thing and it ends up the same way. And they ask themselves the question time and time again, why does this keep happening to me? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. "Mm, well, part of those are those childhood those childhood response mechanisms. Right, because if we're a kid and we've got a parent who's upset, not even at us, but they're upset, stressed, stressed out, lots going on, whatever. We notice this as a kid. If our coping mechanism is to be like, I'm going to my room and I'm going to hang out there for the rest of the night. Yeah. And then we become an adult and now we're in a relationship and our partner is stressed and we're like, well, I'm going to go hang out in my room for a <laughs> right. while. Or they're lashing out. They're just upset. Right. Totally. Or, or whatever. Know, right. Personalize that, it and run. That may not be the best way to go if we want to maintain this relationship. 
Mm-hmm. Just, so just, you know, kind of getting out of there isn't necessarily going to show our partner that we value or care or want to support mm-hmm. or want to understand or want to work as a team. Yeah. Right. So as a kid, it kept us safe. Right. Go to your room. Yeah, absolutely. If parents are okay with that, go get yep. some space. Yep. Right. In your relationship as an adult, that is not going to serve you very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so instead, an adult adulting, mm-hmm. which is a weird word, by the adulting, way. Yes. Adulting. So adulting in that situation, instead of going to going to the room, mm-hmm. what does an adult do? Well, an adult would probably want to stick around for a hot second. Or or even longer, right? <laughs> They're wanting, going to want to build in some communication yeah. skills. Ask some questions. That work well with our partner, mm-hmm. right? So we definitely want to also know what our childhood coping mechanisms were. Yeah. Or, and are, right? Because yeah. if we're still carrying them, we want to know all about these right. buggers so that we can start to call ourselves on it. An adult is going to call themselves on it. They're going to be able to say, oh, child, here you are. Mm-hmm. Okay, this you're not going to help me out here. You're yeah. actually hurting me. Not going to listen to you. Right yeah, now. yeah. We're going to be able to be more discerning. Oh, that's key. Yeah, yeah. it's really important. Yeah, because we have the ability. We have the cognitive ability to do it, even though we might believe we haven't proven it to ourselves. Sure. Because again, if if our the childlike stuff pops up every time we're getting stressed or uncomfortable, mm-hmm. then we're not going to really believe necessarily that we can <laughs> trust our adult right 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 um so we want to be able to be aware and learn and figure out what these things are for us yeah and not be frightened when they pop up or or feel like you the only thing you can do is ask is indulge them and you have to have other options well at first that's what you're going to believe oh, of course right of course but then as we start to really get a handle around what they are Mm -hmm. and we start to work with them and understand that's like okay yeah i know why you're here you were you you kept thank you yeah thank you but you know what (laughs) you stayed around too long (laughs) and it's time for you to go no yeah you're no longer helpful (laughs) gotta call the adult in here right so it's not about a a part that needs to be criticized by ourselves to ourselves it's not a part that needs to be like sort of like um made bad mm-hmm. it's just a part that's like overstayed it's welcome yeah it doesn't need to be indulged or ignored it seems like mm-hmm. you know, or you know or invalidated necessarily yeah and and to change anything we have to notice it yeah. we have to be aware of it to then mm-hmm. do something different mm-hmm. right yeah because it's like the bs stories right the the bs stories that can torment us for a really long time even after we <clears> recognize <throat> them for a long time for stories they can still pop up mm-hmm you know, happens yeah. to me. You know, they're just not as powerful, right? Or I'm aware of them faster. Well, you and you choose to do something different with right. them. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So mm-hmm. and that, that's its own level of work, you know, thinking about in relationships. It's like you can tell yourself in that situation, I'm not going to run from this like I did when I was a child. But you also want to have, some, like you said, communication strategies, which means you have to know where you're coming from, what works for you. Probably you need to know more about how your partner, you know, what, what's most effective there. That, that takes some work. Well, yeah, if, if it's worth it to you, adults sure. will work hard to for things that are worth it to them. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There's our quote for the day. 
adults will work hard for the things that are worth it to them. Because it does take hard work for the things that are worth it to us. Yeah. And, and, and talking about, we've talked so many times on this show before about becoming comfortable with discomfort. You know, I, speaking from experience, when you're aware a childhood response is in play mm-hmm. in a situation that matters or that maybe, and oftentimes for me, it's when something unexpected has popped up, you know, you are, I'm, you're just uncomfortable in that while you're trying to figure out or trying to navigate that in a different way, mm-hmm. you know? And sometimes I found that it's just really important to just be like, all right, okay, that's popped up. And I don't necessarily really know what to do right now, but I know that I don't necessarily want to, I don't want to disengage from this. You know, sometimes just that honesty is helpful, at least for me. Well, and yeah, whatever is going to help to start to differentiate and and start to create some clarity Mm -hmm. and and reinforce the idea that and the belief that, you know, again, as children, we weren't really free to do to choose. Yeah, we we had very limited. uh, Possibilities. Or, or strategies within the family home. There's only so, ma- so much maneuvering mm-hmm. we were able to do. And, and as an adult, we've got a lot more space, whether we like to believe that or not, mm-hmm. in order to maneuver and strategize and, and have some clarity around actual choice. So we want to make sure that we're reinforcing, I do have more freedom here then I probably believe I do. Yeah. So let me check this out for a second. <laughs> yeah. yeah, where is my agency here? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and, and in those moments, it can, be, it can be difficult sometimes to see those, those fundamental questions. That's like, why you do the work ahead of time. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we've talked about, like if you can do the, mm-hmm. do the getting into the body and the breathing, even around smaller things, when the big stuff pops up, mm-hmm. you know, you've got practice. Yeah. You know, doing with that. Yeah. And that's, that's been immeasurable for me, mm-hmm. you know, in, in those things. And, and sometimes, and more often than not, these, these pop up. And when I'm just having a response to something that's happening around me, it may not be in a relational dynamic, but then I'm having conversations with myself going, oh, isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. That's what's coming up. Oh, you've been telling yourself that story for a good 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Where have you been? What can you do to bring yourself back a little bit? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. all that practice. You know, that feels more like being an adult than just running amok with the emotional response I'm having to something. Sure. Yeah. That internal awareness is required for adults nowadays. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, maybe, maybe way, 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 way back when, when we weren't inundated with so many distractions and so many um, stimulating kinds of mechanisms that pull our attention into Wasted time. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we didn't have that way, 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 way back when at different times in our, um, you know, time, time on the planet here. But, but now we have so much of that that in order to really kind of stay the course, being an adult, you've got to have some strategies around internal awareness in terms yeah. of like, what, what do I value? What mm-hmm. are my coping mechanisms yep. that get in the way? How am I? sabotaging myself or limiting myself and what are the stories um, doing to my own perspective around (laughs) what's happening? Yeah. And am I pouring gasoline on this emotional fire by, by letting these stories in my head run amok? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's really true. That's an interesting idea that, that this is something that we've kind of come, we've kind of come through the other side on this where once in our collective past, 
we probably were more able collectively to engage in these things because of lack of distraction and more mm -hmm. necessity mm -hmm. in the moment. And now we're kind of running this gauntlet as we have for the last handful of hundred years of this. And now we're coming on the other side going, yeah, we might need to re-engage with this. Well, right, to save ourselves. Save My ourselves, gosh, you know, right? Kidding. Because we are overtaxing yeah. so many parts of our... And trying to over-control, you know, outcomes, you know. And Completely. We, I mean, and I personally think with so many of the things that are out there that, that drive us all nuts and that we battle over in the, in the external realm, so much of that is a desire to control something, either prevent something from happening or a frustration with something that is happening. You know, that really in the end, we want to see everybody else change, you know, um, but we have to figure out a way to live with ourselves. Well, and we've not ever been taught that. Right. So we've been taught to control the things, maybe not use these words, but we've been taught to control the things we cannot control. Mm -hmm. Control your future. Yeah. <laughs> control other people with, mm -hmm. with, you know, boundaries and things like this. Mm -hmm. um, well, that's what we've been taught to do. Mm -hmm. And um, it doesn't seem to be working as well as maybe we'd hoped. Well, yeah, because we're not really taught necessarily the difference in real time between, you know, for things like boundaries versus barriers, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> you know, totally. Because if a boundary is really a wall, it's, it's nothing good. Or if it's a way to control another person. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's, there's that as well. So there's so many of those things that, that can pop up in, God, just about everywhere. You know, and so, you know, for me, one of the things that's been so powerful about this presence-based work that we do is that it's this reminder when these things come up and I've gotten better at just breathing. Mm -hmm. Wow, I have a lot of resources internally. Mm -hmm. More agency, more choice. Sure. Pick your word. You sure. Know, with yeah. this. And, and it helps me kind of see things that maybe once upon a time I didn't see before. Things like, you know what? This email I just got that has my, you know, I'm all worked up about. I don't have to respond to this right now. <laughs> because you're an adult. Because I'm an adult. <laughs> and in fact, in theory, can I can I even ask myself a question, do I need to even respond to this at all? Sure. And if I do, do I really need to engage in whatever it is this person's determining need to be engaged in? Or can I just respond how I want? Because you're an adult. I'm an adult. And you get to respond how you want. Yep. And so, you know, it, it, it presents me more often than not faster than it used to. The awareness that I've got options and that I don't have to follow my initial emotional impulse. Right. Uh, right. It, yes. I think that when we're, when we are so used to utilizing the perfectionism stuff, the people pleasing stuff, mm -hmm. the um, trying to over control something, because that's what we're supposed to do in our life yeah. to either get ahead or be happy. We can't even sift out what what's real and where is my choice and where isn't my choice. We think we actually are choosing and we're not. Yeah. That's the whole thing, right? That's, boy, that's the ultimate BS story right there. Right. But yeah. we, we think we are. We're yeah. making this choice, right? And so if we're present, if we're, um, I don't want to say calm, but if we're sort of centered and grounded in our body in such a way that we're very clear and aware what this experience that we're currently in is and how the childlike coping mechanisms are trying to bully us into mm -hmm. responding. Like we can really kind of see this map thing play out or this, this thing clearly. Then our response as an adult is going to probably be a good enough one. Yeah. 
we're not going to be at risk of just like flying off the handle and responding with some kind of, you know, an inappropriate or problematic mm-hmm. re- response. That's yeah. where the childlike coping mechanisms are happening. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's the other part is like, what do you mean I can respond how I want when I tell my clients like, no, you get to choose. Right. So, what, what, what if I choose wrong? <laughs> OK, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> what if I choose wrong? Right. Okay. That too, yeah. That's the people pleasing. Uh-huh. That's the perfectionism, perfectionism stuff yeah. coming in. That's the childlike coping mechanisms asking, what if I choose wrong? Yeah. Right. So we got to take that question off. Right. If you know yourself very clearly. If you are an adult fully and you're ready to take responsibility for your own actions, you're ready for obligate, you're ready for hard work, you're ready to make your life the way that you want it to be, you're going to respond probably okay Mm because you understand the complexities and the web-like type stuff that is real in relationships and at work and, and those kinds of things. So then you get to start to trust yourself. Yes. Yes. And recognizing when something's coming up that, you know, you know where it came from, but you also know it doesn't work anymore and you can explore options for choices on what to do differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That reminded me when I was, there was one point when I was making that Lego set mm-hmm. where I actually did get something wrong. It took me a, a few steps to realize when I was a kid, I remember when I was a kid, that used to stop me in my tracks. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, you know, I get so upset, you know, mm-hmm. and this time I was like, okay, I was aware of it, right? That <laughs> remembered, like, yep, just go back, you know, just do it again, and it was fine. But continuing with the childhood response would have either been, like, ruining the fun by getting mad or stopping building the thing or throw it against the wall or the floor like I would do when I was a kid. Because <laughs> I didn't do it perfectly, right? It was supposed right. to be easy, you know? Mm. It's still a challenge for me with, like, jigsaw puzzles. Mm-hmm. Jigsaw puzzles make my brain hurt when I look at them, you know? Part of it is because... I didn't have the patience for him as a kid. Well, so what you don't want to do is one year for Christmas, I got this beautiful jigsaw puzzle from Hubby Dave that was a picture of my two kids, right? And it was this really nice, because I like puzzles, really big puzzle, lots and lots of pieces. He ordered it in black and white. I have never been able to put that thing together because that's not fun. Every piece looks the same. It's a beautiful picture. I love it. I hope I get it done one day. I probably won't. But- you can't do that. Yeah. It needs to have some color so I know where the shirt is and the eyes are and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Anyways, jigsaw yeah. puzzles. But Oh, yeah. We're running low on time. My, speaking of Legos, my parents got a Lego one that's all a jigsaw puzzle that's all the Lego figure heads, but they're all the same. Oh, see? I... Brutal. Mm-hmm. Brutal. Mm-hmm. Or the mm-hmm. ones that are just white. Yeah. Just like I, a white. Yeah. I don't, yeah I anyway. Don't know. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> that's causing unnecessarily unnecessary adult problems. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, this was good. This is good. Well, um, I got a lot more to think about here. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yes. yeah. always, always it's more. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully, all of you got um, a lot of things to consider out of that on this episode of Breaking Up with RBS. We'll be mm-hmm. back next week. Make sure if uh, you haven't checked this out, check out our YouTube channel, Breaking Up with RBS. Check out Tawny's six-week self-mastery course, uh, where you can apply these principles to your own life in your own setting at unperfectyourself.com. And you can find this episode and all the other episodes of this show wherever you get your podcasts. And thank you so much for subscribing, leaving us a comment, reaching mm-hmm. out to us. And we will see you next week. Until then, I am JDK Winnikin. And I'm Tani Santabria. We will see you soon. Stop it now. I'm leaving. Yeah. 
I don't think he felt anything after the crash. Who's that, Daniel?